Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson, live from Washington, D.C., at the open house of the Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Final segment of Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we continue to work our way through this special week in our nation's capital, of course, covering the open house of the Washington, D.C. Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, as well as checking in with lawmakers and uh, think tanks and others who are working here in our nation's capital. A great perspective and a a great juxtaposition between uh, what happens in the temple and what happens and what doesn't happen on Capitol Hill as it relates to our policy and, uh, sadly, from our politics and so I want to go through a couple of lessons learned, I think, during the course of our time here in Washington, D.C., some things that have caused me to just keep thinking. And to me, that's the exciting part of all of this is we've been able to learn so many things from so many different kinds of people, from so many different backgrounds and experiences. And if the, the first principle for the day is one we have talked about on this program often, and that is just stay curious. Just stay curious. Try to figure out why does someone believe this way? Why do they think this way? Why do they believe this is a good solution? Why do they pursue this path in their career? Why do they live here? Uh, just those why questions can lead you to such incredible conversations that we we have to go beyond the superficial and what's in our media, social media scrolling and, and get a little depth and a little bit more uh, inquisitiveness uh, to us, if we lose our curiosity, I think we lose so many other things, especially in a constitutional republic, that we have to keep learning and having that curiosity, and then let people surprise you. Uh, I have been surprised over and over and over again by some of the comments that have been made uh, by people from around the world and the things that they have taught me uh, as they have come to experience the Washington, D.C. temple for themselves. Uh, I'm going to go back to something that uh, we shared on this program yesterday from the ambassador uh, from Cabo Verde. And, you know, I was just thinking this through again this morning, and I've shared this with a number of people over the last 24 hours. And that is we live in this world that is very harsh. We often talk about the overheated rhetoric. It's harsh. It's sharp. uh, It's contemptuous. uh, It's anything uh, but what the ambassador said he felt uh, inside the Washington, D.C. temple. He said he came out of that building feeling soft now sometimes when we talk about soft we uh, talk about it in the uh, terms of having not exercised enough and so our our muscles are going a little soft Uh, the ambassador was talking about something completely different as he talked about that soft heart uh, and soft ears and soft eyes that were open and think about that Uh, there's a a biblical verse that says the, the soft answer turneth away wrath And how many times have we missed the boat on that one? How many times have we reacted with harshness, sharpness, 
hardness uh, in response to what someone is saying that we disagree with. And whether that's political, whether that's around the water cooler at work, whether it's about a policy within a business or something that's happening in a neighborhood or a community, how often do we naturally react with things that are hard and harsh and sharp rather than reacting with something that is soft and open? Uh, A soft heart uh, can make all the difference. Because when you have a soft heart, you listen and you listen differently. Uh, you listen not in a way so that you can attack or counterpoint uh, or, you know, raise the stakes a little bit and up the ante and the uh, the heat and the rhetoric and the anger. So by going soft, uh, I think there's such a, an extraordinary lesson in that for how we approach all of our conversations, especially the conversations we have on social media. Uh, even just a text Uh, A text can be taken out of context so quickly, something that's written in all caps or something that's got an exclamation point on it uh, can feel very hard and very harsh where that same thing said uh, with the right kind of voice and the right kind of intonation can be incredibly soft and inviting. And we've we've lost so much of that in the world. We're we're losing the nuance of soft. And I think uh, soft is something I have become more committed to this week after listening to this ambassador uh, from Cabo Verde uh, just say he's, he's trying to be more soft. Uh, imagine, imagine uh, if you turn on the cable news networks tonight and the hosts and the guests came at it from a point of softness rather than a port point of harshness or even hardness. Uh, if we're hard in our hearts, uh, or if we're hard in our head, neither of those end well. And so to me, that's one of the great lessons we picked up out here in Washington, D.C. this week. Uh, also, uh, we had great insight from the ambassador from Argentina uh, who who made the comment about connecting in society and using that social capital. Uh, he said, "You, if you don't know someone, you can't understand them. And if you don't understand them, you cannot love them. And that that should be the goal. And that was his goal uh, coming out of his experience in the Washington, D.C. temple uh, to say, I want to, I want to love people. And in order to do that, I'm going to try to understand them better. I'm going to ask that wonderful question, help me understand. I think that is one of the most underused questions uh, for any of us, again, in any setting, whether that's with your child, whether that's with your spouse, whether it's a neighbor, community, business, uh, religious group, or the United States Capitol. Help me understand. Uh, and then be willing to listen with soft ears, soft heart, uh, and you'll be surprised. And you'll stay curious. And you'll stay in a position where you can actually make a difference and move things forward in a significant way. Uh, those are those are important lessons. Uh, the other important lesson I think for me this week uh, has been just around this idea of quiet and silence. Uh, it is part of the experience of going through a, a tour in the Washington D.C. Temple is to have this moment for people to just sit and be quiet uh, in a sacred space. Uh, it was Senator Tillis from Louisiana who said that he not only felt peace. In the Washington, D.C. temple, he felt a place, that it was a place for him to draw closer to the divine. It was a place for him to, to be still and really listen differently or to just be still, period. 
and not be worried about all of the noise uh, that's going on around us. Uh, and as we've mentioned, you know, getting a, a group of, of senators or a group of representatives from the House uh, to be in a room uh, for several minutes with no one talking uh, is a powerful thing. Uh, and so many who have gone in and out of the Washington, D.C. temple have commented on that, uh, that there is a stillness and a quietness that's different than just uh, no noise. It's not just the absence of noise. It's the presence of something intentional, something intentional about being in that quiet space and then choosing intentionally uh, to be still for a minute. Uh, we've lost that in our society as well with all of our beeps and buzzes and tweets and all the things that uh, light up our phones and our watches. Uh, we have to get beyond that and figure out where that stillness is. So a lot of great lessons coming from the open house of the Washington, D.C. Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We've been broadcasting live from our nation's capital. I'm Boyd Matheson. You've been listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you head out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.